Welcome to Turning Purple, where we take an in-depth look at life as an independent artist. The good, the bad, and the kiki carry of, of it all. all. Oh, hey. Hello. Oh, hi. Oh, my God. Hi. Oh, my God. Wow. How you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah? I'm doing great. I'm wearing old... Old, 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 old outfit. I've seen that dress before. This dress has been many things worn by many people. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've loaned her out many times in many different forms. Currently, I've altered her. I've made a little arm piece out of part of her. Ah. (laughs) Because, I don't know, because I was feeling like she needed a little something. Oh, it's just like a long kind of... Fabric bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long fabric bracelet. Just a little and something for some movement. Just a little something for some <laughs> move. Just a little something. Listeners, if you're ever um, curious as to... If you ever want to listen with your eyes. If you want to listen with your eyes and curious as to see oh. us in action, you can always go to YouTube and watch the whole episode. Yeah, we're go filming. to YouTube and watch it. We got that footage, Annie. We got the footage, and I got a cunty look. Eyebrows. Got silver <laughs> eyebrows and silver ears, and silver ears, and uh, silver S- inside nails, and black outside Ooh. nails. Ooh, amazing! I was obsessed. I've, ever since I saw Leah Remini do it on uh, that. Sh- what's her show? The, the aftermath. Scientologist. Scientology. The aftermath. Woo, girl. She I had to have, have it. Fierce nails. Yeah, I had to have it. That and that. I mean, girl, and that like oil painting filter. Soft girl. It's not. She's. I don't no, even, she looks like an oil painting. <laughs> it's too much. Where are you? <laughs> well, there's your face. It's too much. The, the the second season one. The first season one was like not quite enough. The second season one, bang on. <laughs> Third season one. Girl, I'm like missing. You look like a cartoon. You look like a cartoon. I but you know a, what? I want a cartoon I don't hate filter. It. Just take it all away. I don't hate it. I don't take hate a car. I don't hate a cartoon away. filter. It's not not terrible. Maybe I, I could slap one of those on the on YouTube video or just like uh one of like those like Snapchat filters where it makes you in a cartoon. Yeah. Actually, I did I did one of those. Because my friend Ailey, she loves Snapchat filters. Mm-hmm. There's one that turns you into an anime. Ooh. And it's fucking hilarious. We did like a little skit. You're so <laughs> young and hip on Snapchat, Erica. I'm, I'm not on Snapchat. <laughs> but I am. I mean, I should be, I guess. I'm, that's one of my... I never got into Snapchat. That's on my list. I have it, but I don't use it. That's on my list. I mean, it's <laughs> on my list. Things, things, things to do, of things to get into. So if Instagram wasn't enough. It isn't. I mean, it's, it's far Never too much. Enough. Instagram is far too much, but there's so many other things. More things that I also need to get into. <laughs> Speaking oh. of getting into it, get into it. Get into it. Get into it. Shall we get into it? Get into it. Let's get into it. Get into it. Get into it. Um, this is a girthy subject today. Woo! So much girth and heft. Oh, wow, it's very turgid. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> so You've got my interest. <laughs> so much girth and heft You've to this subject. my interest. Anyway. Oh, we got to do the season spiel. Get do you want to sh- do the season spiel? Or do you want me to? I always do it. You, you could do it if you want. Go for it. Okay. It's, so that's this, your thing. This season on Turning this Purple. This season on Turning Purple. Turning purple. Turning purple. This season, we're taking an in depth look at process uh, because we received a few requests to talk about our process and we had no idea what that was. Um, We've realized that we do definitely have one. We have process. There are processes yeah. in, in play, but um, it's not anything we'd ever really thought about and nothing that we could explain at the time. So uh, we did some light research, mm-hmm. very light research, <laughs> and uh, came across a seven-step creative outline for a seven, seven steps to outline a creative process um, that spoke to us. And we decided to mop them. And use them as a lens through which to examine our own process. Um, And the steps are as follows. Intention, incubation, investigation, composition, clarification, correction, and completion. (laughs) Yes. So this step, the one we're talking about today is the hefty, the bulky, the... any other words? Hefty, bulky. <laughs> Hefty, bulky. It's the meat. It's the meat. I do like meat. <laughs> I'm a meat lover. As are you. Oh, yeah. I love meat. <laughs> ah! Of all types. Um, all shapes, <laughs> oh my sizes, and what is colors. What into you today, Erica? I don't even know. I'm just feeling very... Goodness gracious. I'm feeling very sassy. Compose yourself. <laughs> very sassy today. I don't know what's happening. Yes. Um, Speaking of composing yourself. Yeah. This <laughs> step we're talking about today is composition. It's the it's the meat of the process. Yeah. Well, what I, what I was thinking, well, what, what came to mind when we started talking about composition, I think this is the step that, the only step that I really thought of when I thought of process. Yeah. Before we, do, before we you know, dove any deeper. Like, what's your process? And it goes to me, like, sitting at the computer or sitting, you know, sitting in front of the paper, like, writing a a song or something. And Mm -hmm. that's actually, I mean, we're four steps in. There's three steps before that even starts that I never really, I I guess I, I did, you know, those steps did occur, but I never really even realized that they were happening until we started analyzing this. But this is where, you know, the rubber meets the road. The rubber meets the road. And like stuff starts actually forming. And you can actually see what you're creating here. You're just going from nothing to something. Right. This is when you actually make the shit that you're trying to make. When all that craziness in your head starts... Coming out. Spilling out. Spilling out. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, like you were saying, sometimes things 
you feel like things just happen. Sometimes it mm-hmm. feels like that. But it can also be overwhelming, as we said Moni, many times, if you're waiting for something to just happen, mm-hmm. which is what you were just saying about the only thing you... You didn't view it as having separate parts, and right. it's helpful to view it as separate parts, right? Because then, when you like, so you're, you're like, I'm gonna do something. Let me sit down and do it, mm-hmm. and then you're like, Oh my god, right? I, got, I don't know what to, to do. do. I can't. Nothing's coming to me. Baby steps. Mm, baby, baby steps, steps to, the door. to making baby the steps song. to the door. Baby, baby steps down the hall. It's working. It's working. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> baby steps do make everything easier and like well, breaking down something that you would like to hopefully repeat, right, is extremely helpful. And I think that it's been very helpful to me to look at what I do and what we do through a lens. Um, it takes this, it takes the scariness out of it. I mean, that I'm getting much like as we're going on. With this, mm-hmm. I'm getting so much more comfortable in my skin as an artist, mm-hmm. as as a creative, yeah. uh, in every way imaginable, and as a person, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it takes. There's still that bit. There's still sometimes a little bit of fear uh, when it comes down to actually creating. And this, and I think that I'm not alone in that. I think a lot no. of people do. It's, I mean, it can, very, it can be very feel- intimidating and very <laughs> scary. But breaking yeah. it down. Into the as looking at the, the actual making mm-hmm. of something as just one step out of seven makes it a lot less scary. Yeah, if it's just one part of mm-hmm. a, a longer thing, right? Uh, it makes it a whole lot less intimidating. And to know that there's all the there's all these other things that we've already talked about um, leading up to this process or leading up to this step in the process mm-hmm. makes you feel like when you get to that, you can feel more prepared to actually sit down and compose something yeah, and actually it's, more prepared and they're therefore more free of anxiety and as someone who <laughs> like suffers from anxiety although it's less and less these days um but who has histor- historically struggled with things like all kinds of anxieties um the more prepared I am, the better I feel to the point of where mm, sometimes I can get hung up on preparing. <laughs> but mm-hmm. the more prepared I am, the more comfortable I feel. And I think, like I said before, looking at composition as one a part of a many steps as opposed to the only thing right. that's going on. Um, takes a bit of that the ominousness, yeah, of it. Yeah, away. I mean, it's interesting because, like, I've been writing songs for a long time, and I took one songwriting class in college. I went to you know college for music, but I was kind of doing a lot of different a lot of different things in school. I took one songwriting class, and it was a very basic songwriting class of uh-huh. you know learning like what is the form of a song and whatever. Um, But I don't really feel like I knew exactly what I was doing when writing songs, even though I did write plenty of songs. I didn't always, I didn't, until recently, I didn't always have like a grasp on like 
how it all works. Like you were saying before, it's like you do it and, you know, sometimes they work, sometimes, sometimes songs work, sometimes they don't, but it makes it a lot easier when you break it down like this and you can actually see why writing a a specific song might work better than another because sometimes like you don't know going in like where do I want this song to go and you think that oh it'll just work itself out you know but um it's I don't know it's it's helpful you know in when I'm writing or producing to have these other steps before I get there to like realize what I'm even sitting down to do in the first place. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we both make our makers, our creators. We make. Um, You're making falafel. You're making falafel. (laughs) It's funny. God, what a great movie. We just watched that recently, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Um, <laughs> how could I possibly make my grand entrance with one earring? <laughs> Shout out to Lady Bunny. Shout out to Lady Bunny. It's a little baby boy with a noose around his neck. <laughs> so good. Oh God. Um, I don't know when when I I, I guess I could talk about like how this applies to me. I'll talk about the things that I make on my own, like which is what I wear, like what I present myself as, like mm-hmm. the drag that I do. And I've always been um like up until recently, I think that things have always I've just kind of jumped in to making stuff. Mm-hmm. I've never really thought about it. I've I've either when I first started making things, I started with um altering vintage clothes mm-hmm. um in some fashion. I mean, I wore a lot of vintage stuff, but I also when I started to make things of myself, I, I think I st- it started to alter vintage clothes. Well, I did I altered vintage clothes. I also made things on my own, but it took me a very, very long time. And uh, it was a very involved process, and I made a lot of mistakes, and uh, they weren't always that spectacular looking. Um, and that's kind of where it stayed for many years. And we were talking about this, like constructing garments. Uh, if you don't spend uh, a length, like a good chunk of time, intensely studying that. Um, it takes many, many years of struggling generally to get any good at it. Mm-hmm. And that's where it was for me. Um, so, you know, starting off most things, when I would start something, it would never end up in, it would always take a completely different course uh, mm-hmm. than what I had imagined based on the skills that I had. Right. So I would start off with a vision. And I'd be like, that's not going to work. I don't know how to do that. Uh, this is taking too long. Mm-hmm. Um, I messed this up. How can I fix it without having to take it apart? So it was always, it always, um, I just kind of lumped it all together as one thing mm-hmm. and uh, would just start 
and whatever happened happened. Right. I right. would have a, a very loose idea of what it was supposed like you're to not be. Really, I was, but I was not in. Con- I was not car. driving. No, not at all. It was. It was definite. It was dependent on so many factors. It was uh-huh. dependent on how much patience I had that day. Uh, it was dependent on uh, you know the the time that I had to do it. Uh, when I needed, because generally I wouldn't start making something until very close to the time that I needed to actually wear it. So, um, so like, yeah, historically that's kind of how it's gone for me. Um, and it's funny, I don't, I still don't like making stuff. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I've met people that love making things. Like the, the, the uh, such a huge part of this is me making things. I wouldn't be able to look the way that I do if I didn't have, if I wasn't able to sew, it would just be too expensive um, to make as many outfits as to I like to have to make or to get you. someone else to make them for yeah. me. Um, because I've never, I don't do like tradition. I don't do like ladies clothing anymore. Uh, one, it's kind of a size thing. Uh, when I was younger and smaller, it was much easier to go out and you know find something mm-hmm. in a size eight or a size six, uh, something cute mm-hmm. and vintagey, like from the eighties or whatever. But the the further back you go, the the harder it is to find something cunty in large sizes. Mm-hmm. It just it's harder to do. Um, so I just kind of that kind of stopped. And as my body changed, I started having to sew more if I wanted to look cute. Mm. Um, and I also have kind of moved away from like a super feminine vibe. I mean, I definitely there are aspects of femininity to like what I do, mm. but there's uh, the cuts are not always necessarily, you know, the most feminine. Well, I mean, I think really it's like they're not like it's not traditional clothing in no. the first place. Like it's not like, at all. you know, like your, 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 under, your My panties are, are hanging sh- out. Yeah. Like the way that you like to, sh- to shape your outfits are not a conventional thing that like it's a, not a conventional woman shape. would wear. No, you know? the silhouettes that I'm now working with are not something that I would be able to find. Like I've never seen, store. it's not like I see something on the runway like, oh yeah, that looks like, I mean, I have, he uh, very very rarely have I seen like the girls with like the big, you know, like cupcake dresses. But like that's like all couture stuff that you can't find at a regular store. Anyway, exactly, you know. So, so yeah, it's not like you can go out to, you know, wherever you know mm-hmm. Forever Twenty One and find an outfit that would work for your style in the first mm-hmm. place. Even though, even if it was your your size, you know what I mean. So, so it's it's you know. It's been a part of what I do for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten better to the point where now I can, I mean, my range is still limited to a few silhouettes. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to expand my range, but right now I can only really create in an efficient manner a few different silhouettes. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love them, which is good, but. Uh, I do. I am trying to expand my range, but I think the point of what I was trying to say was I don't like doing it, oh, and yeah. it's never gotten any. It's never gotten any more uh, enjoyable. Like I really sometimes hate it. 
Yeah. Um, it's not fun for me. I don't enjoy it, but I love looking cute. And I love, you know, I love feeling cute. I love looking cute. I love feeling <laughs> cute. Fuck them bitches. <laughs> Come on with daddy. Um, yeah. I'm, so I have to do it. The thought of using a sewing machine terrifies me. So, I mean, literally, I feel like. I just feel like I'm gonna like stab myself at at any moment, get even getting near it. So, and I don't know what it would take because <laughs> I I think because recently I've had a chance to sew more uh, on a regular basis than I've ever had before. Mm-hmm. Like all that's like more time. Yeah, to create like more time to do it and like think about it. Yeah, because usually it's like usually I it's like do I it. need to finish this outfit by tomorrow because I got a gig and I've got to go. You know, and that's was always the timetable because mm-hmm. I was working a lot and um I I had I mean I had so many costumes, uh costumes, Luke's so many Luke. This is not a costume. This is a look. This is not a costume. This is not a costume. This is a look. <laughs> um, I had a lot of looks. Uh. But I never got to a point where I was like, this is easy. I love this. It's still super difficult and I still hate doing it. Um, So I don't know. I don't know what that... So composition for me Mm -hmm. is the least enjoyable. When I'm talking about drag and how I look is a huge part of drag of my what I do. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a a giant chunk of this that I hate doing. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is, I don't know. I don't know if it's interesting. I wonder how other people feel about like creators. Because I feel like when I talk to somebody that makes something they that like that makes something that sells, makes something that they sell, or makes something mm-hmm. uh like a visual artist, or uh I get the impression that they really enjoy doing it. They found something that they really enjoy doing, and then they I've talked to a lot of people that enjoy what they like well, creating. Okay. Here you go. But I don't like it. Well, honestly, I I know where you're coming from because I love writing songs. Mm-hmm. I love making music. I love performing. I love producing. But I don't love recording vocals in the studio. I that I know. It's not. I didn't. I'm like, beginning to like it's it. It's not. A it's more. not something that I look forward to doing it's not oh my god i get to record vocals today it's i mean i i I wish it was because i do have to do it but like it's not that it's i mean it's hard it is it can be hard it takes a lot out of you yeah um for sure uh you know in the situation that i'm in like you know, I got to turn off the air conditioning, gets all hot and sweating my ass off, you know, <laughs> and like it takes hours and hours yep. to get it perfect and to like figure out. I mean, I enjoy like figuring out the vocal arrangements and stuff like that, but to get sometimes just like getting that perfect take is just like it can be really hard and it's very repetitive and it's just boring. You know, it's like it's not. Fun, like it's not fun, like going to sing a song at a show. That's fun. Yeah, performing is the is but the it's reward. Like the total opposite, you know, of like there's no audience. You're just doing this, and mm. the finality of it, of being like, okay, today's the day that I'm going to record this song that's going to be around for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like kind of a pressure thing. It's, it's uh, scary. Yeah. So because that's like something you said, because that, it's so final. You know, is a big part of what I do, and I don't really. I, I, w- I wouldn't say that's like 
my favorite thing to do. I do like, um, I do like writing songs. I, I like, I like the, the parts of it where it's like you start with nothing and you, and you, you know, end with something. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whenever I, whenever I write songs, I always, um, usually, I'll have a track or I'll be making a track and then I'll record a scratch vocal, which I just do like in my computer uh, laptop microphone. Like it's not like a real vocal and I know I'm not going to actually use this vocal for the Mm -hmm. final product, but it's just kind of like a, when I'm writing, it's the way that I can put it down so I can hear it back and then know if I need to change it or whatever. And I can listen back to the demo of the song. But then I have the dread of like, okay, now I have to recreate this and make it even better and uh-huh. in the with the real vocals and it's just like i don't know sometimes and sometimes when i get to like go to record the actual vocals it like won't have the same vibe as the demo that i've been listening to and i'm like oh i like the way it sounds on the demo but i can't use these vocals because they're not you know recorded in a quality way mm-hmm. so it's like you know and then i have to like find that vibe again and it's just i don't know it's hard it's hard it's hard. it's one of the hardest parts of um, my process, I think. Yeah, I yeah, making stuff, and no, no matter what it is, uh, like we made, a, I had to make, I've had to make a lot of set pieces over my career, and uh, a lot of different types of costumes and headpieces and all types of things, and you know, the reward is getting to wear it, right, and getting to perform. But I've never enjoyed making anything. Oh my god! That I've ever you know what had to make. You know it's what, never fun. You know what I reminds fucking me of hate it. It's is, so hard. Remember that night that it was that we stayed up all night making yes. the Gem and the Holograms costumes. Uh-huh. Yes, I remember. So that we could go <laughs> to Wendy Williams because they had invited us for the Halloween episode. Uh, yeah. Um and. It was like all four. We had all four of us. We all had our specific costumes that we, uh, was we had. Five? I think there was five. Was there? Five? Oh, was there? Okay, yeah. Uh, and like you were Jem, and uh-huh. I. I don't even know what the name of my character was. But Did like, you have blue wig? Yeah, you were Aja. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, but like I had no idea about like how to make things, and you know, I'm I'm not like that crafty queen at all, uh-huh. and. Um, but like everyone, well, everyone else was making their own costumes, and you were like, "Girl, you just got to figure it out." Like, I'll help you, like tell you what to do, but you got to do it all. And we literally did not sleep. Like, we started <laughs> at like I don't know four o'clock in the afternoon, yeah, and like just like we're making shit until f- three in the morning, and then we had to start doing our makeup because we had to be there at like six thirty or uh-huh. something crazy. Yep. So it, it was like we literally like did not sleep for twenty four hours. We're like on Wendy Williams, like hey, like that youth. shit was crazy. Ah, uh, youth, yeah. But we did get we did get on camera. We so. did get on camera. We were in the front row, or no, we were in the second we were like row. in the second yeah. row. Yeah. So that was that. That's what I think of when I think of like creating drag looks. I'm like, oh my god, it's the worst. We stayed up all night, hot glue everywhere, like. But we looked. There fierce. was a lot of that. <laughs> There was a lot of that. Yeah, especially when you were in New York, there was a lot of like, just got to get this done. 
Just got to do it. Yeah. Just got to get it done. There was a series. I mean, when we did Catwalk, I think was the most intense period of that. Oh, yeah, you were making that was different about, looks that every was week. Almost two years. Mm-hmm. It was over a year and a half that party lasted. Mm-hmm. Um, and we made new. I had to make. I mostly had to make them because Nelson was working all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I had to do two. Right. And there was like matching and every week. Looks. Yeah. For almost two years. It's a lot of looks. It's a lot that's of fucking. A lot of that's look. a lot of fucking looks, bitch. Um, yeah. So, and even after that, I always well my 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 like look creation skills didn't really improve because I didn't have time to work on anything. That was basically mm. everything that I made was me trying to figure out the fastest way possible to get something done that looked halfway decent. Mm. It wasn't like me sitting down and being like, I'm going to do that. This is this might be cute. Or like, I would love it to look like this. It was just like, go to the store, buy a bunch of cr- buy a bu- as much crap as I could afford that mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. bring it all back, try to put it together in right. a way that was cute. Yeah. Um, and didn't take very long. Uh-huh. So there was a lot of hot glue. I mean, I definitely learned how to use a hot glue gun. Uh, I'm very proficient with a hot glue gun. Um yeah, I mean, you can make an entire outfit out of hot glue. Yeah, you need to sew it all if you don't want to. Um, it ain't gonna last forever. <laughs> but we only ever we didn't wear rewear things right, a lot. Right. I wasn't even thinking about rewearing a lot of that shit. Fell the fuck apart because by the end of the night. Well, just by you know after after we were done with it, right. it was done, mm-hmm. and we could make it into something else. Or we did that a lot. We would make outfits into other outfits Mm -hmm. or take parts of something and put it on parts of something else Um, and we definitely had our favorite silhouettes and we had our favorite tricks about like how to make headpieces and how to make all kinds of things Mm -hmm. a lot of shortcuts Mm -hmm. involved Um, so my skills never really improved because I I wasn't trying to and even all of the improvements that I've made I can actually like construct a garment now which is something that uh, without a pattern, which is or or I can like sort of make my own pattern, mm-hmm. which is not something that I was ever able to do before. Mm-hmm. So uh, even with all the improvements, I still fucking hate it. It still <laughs> sucks. Yeah, I don't like doing it. I mean, it's hard work. You know, it's like <laughs> hours of sitting there getting you know making it happen. Yeah, but you, it's 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 just. Um, it just has to be done. Yeah. It's just something that has to be done. So you did what needed to, to be, be done. done. <laughs> I just, um, it would be, I would love it if. Um, you had a sweatshop? If I had a sweatshop. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. If I had minions. Wouldn't that be great? If I had minions to do my bidding. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Well, in my case, I guess I can't really get someone else to do my vocals no. for me. But I think, you know, the most, the thing that I will always have to do, unless I get on something like Drag Race, the two looks are not something that I could ever be able to afford to pay someone to make for me. Like the the big poofy tool mm-hmm. stuff that I wear, because tools, um, it's just time consuming. Ruffle, making ruffles and putting together, like something, a skirt that's all made out of all ruffled tool mm-hmm. is extremely time consuming. And uh, even I mean, though, tutu? 
You mean a tutu? You talking about tutu? Bitch, you talking about tutu? Oh, you talking about tutu? Oh, you talking about tutu? Okay. Okay. Um, those are. I wish I had time. I have like a ten bolts of tool that I got really cheap in L.A. because L.A. is the cheapest place to get fabric in the mm-hmm. country. Um, literally, it's the cheapest city to to buy fabric in in the in the entire country. Um, there's something about the supply chain. I don't really know. I don't remember the reason, but everything. It's the last stop. and the competition because yeah. there's like. 20,000 fabric stores in like it's, two blocks yeah, of each other. Yeah, it's one, number one because of the density. Yeah. Like the the garment district in New York is just one block, one street. Mm-hmm. That's where all the fabric stores are. I mean, there are a few spread out in Brooklyn, spread out down in the financial. There's a couple. But the garment district is, uh, you know, the fashion district where all the, the, the fabric stores are. It's only one block in New York. But mm-hmm. in LA, it's... It goes on forever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a competition, but there's also something about the supply chain where uh, it's the last stop. Like it's where all of like the old shit from every other mm. city, like there's like, oh, we don't want that anymore or we don't need that. It all ends up in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I still have all this. I have like 10 bolts of tool under my bed because it's only like, eight bucks a bolt for 40 yards, which is insane. Uh, because it's usually like a dollar, dollar fifty a yard. Hmm. And eight dollars for 40 yards, it's fucking and it's it's unbelievable. So I stocked up when I was there. What an unbelievable tool. <laughs> See what Thanks, I did there? Dad. Thanks, Dad. Um, um so good at those. Um, I love your dad jokes, Adam. Thank you. I You're love so good at them. Telling them. They're so <laughs> good. They're very good. Oh, um, but yeah, I mean, like, it is essential. You know what I mean? Like, this, that you can kind of you, fudge over those other steps. Obviously, we didn't even think about these other steps it, for years. No, yeah. But we definitely, you you definitely think about this step because everybody, this, this is it's where... the step that everybody thinks about. Yeah. Because this is where you make the shit. Everybody wants this. Everybody wants this. Um, <laughs> but um, no, I, yeah, I mean, like, this is the stuff everybody that you... Everybody wants to be us. Is that what it is? I think it's everybody wants to be us. Um, but this is the step that you really just can't avoid, you know? Otherwise, you're not going to end up with anything. Your creative process isn't really going to go anywhere, right? No. So I guess... Um, but I do enjoy making music. I mean, I love making music, and I mean, uh, I do enjoy making music. I I enjoy it like pretty much the entire process. I'm beginning to understand what recording vocals is supposed like what you're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. because before I really did not have any idea, and I was too nervous to ever even think about enjoying it. Um, yeah, but I'm beginning to be able to like just let my voice be what it is and not try to make it sound like anything. Yeah. Well, a lot Which of people forget uh, that um, s- recording vocals and singing like that is not really about singing as much as it is, as it is about emoting mm-hmm. through your voice. Because when you're on stage, you can emote through your body, you can emote through your face, you can emote through your and concentrate look. on you can, pumping out notes. You know, and, and you can just sing the song. Mm-hmm. But when you're recording something... It's 
just your voice. So it all has to be all of that attitude and whatever that you're giving on stage has to be wrapped up in just the vocal. Mm. Has to be wrapped up in like the way that you're saying these words and like the intention behind every single word. Yeah. You know? And and it's funny because you don't realize it. It's like it's like it's like um you don't realize how hard acting is until you see a bad actor. You know yeah. what I mean? You don't realize how hard getting a really good like vocal that sounds just right. You know, it doesn't even sound like it doesn't have to sound amazing, but just yeah, sounds not even like spectacular. Some, something, something that, that doesn't, decent. you don't hear it and you're like, <laughs> what's wrong with that? You know? Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's not easy. No. It's not easy. And, and even a good singer can give a crappy vocal you know, just because you can sing every all the notes up and down the scale doesn't mean that you're gonna be able to get the intention of a lyric mm-hmm. and the meaning of a lyric wrapped up in the way that you're saying it. You know, so yeah, I mean it's hard, and it took you know it it's 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 not like every time I record something I'm like this is great. It you know it's always like it's a struggle. You know. Because you you have to. That's why I constantly remind you when we're recording your vocals. Because I literally constantly constantly remind myself when I'm recording mm. to like, what are you saying? Feel this, you know, feel this sentence. Like really, like give it to them, you know. Because it's not about the notes and the melody as much as it's about like how you're saying it so that it comes across as authentic, you know. It's weird, and it's something that not a lot of people talk about either. So, yeah, just like how songwriting, it is. just like songwriting is not something that a lot of people talk about. Um, so it's kind of like one of those things that I've kind of figured out over the years. Yeah. Slowly figured out Very over the slowly. years, and luckily for me, it's you have a lot of amazing insights, so that it's much easier. Yeah. I mean, this is why people have mentors, but like, I never had, I had like, I I would say that I really only had one mentor when it came to like being a recording artist and singing and stuff, who who was my voice teacher in college, who I continued to um, stay in touch with after I got out of school and stuff. And he would, but he never, he didn't really, I don't know. He was very encouraging. He did give me some tricks and stuff, but like a lot of the stuff, you just have you to, just have to figure it out yourself, you know? I think it, the me being more comfortable, like in general, me having less anxiety, 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 much anxiety in general definitely helps the entire process because mm. I don't get as nervous anymore. Um, because that's basically, I mean, that's really what it was. I mean, it's just like nerves. Yeah. It's like shaking it out and not getting caught in my head and just letting shit happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes uh, it takes a lot, but... It's a lot. It's a lot, <laughs> but like, it's necessary. Yeah, you got to get it done. Get her done. So like, what is the co- composition other than the obvious? Like, or... Let's, it's putting let's, these. Let's state it, the obvious, yeah. shall we? It's putting all of the pieces that you've gathered right. along the way. You had your together. intention. You had your incubation. You had your investigation, and then you're using all those steps, and then they can form. 
into something, you know, instead of just a concept or an idea. It's when the concept becomes concrete. Right. Um, Yeah. You've gotten, it's definitely like the most regimented step in the process. It seems like it should, it should be. And it's funny, like we were talking before, it's like not, for me, it's the least enjoyable part of the whole process as well. I don't enjoy, when I'm talking about what, like making something for me to wear or like a set piece or like mm. physically creating something, mm. uh, I don't enjoy it. It's not Yeah, enjoyable. I think I enjoy the concept of having created the song more than actually creating the song. Yeah. In the, you know. That part. Yeah. For sure. It's weird. I've never thought about it that way. But look at breaking it down in like like this into little categories. Um, the thing that most people, including myself, thought was the only thing going on is actually only one of many steps and my least favorite part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So nuts. To yeah. think about it that way. But again, it like demystifies it for me and it makes it so much less ominous. Um, and it's just like, you know, sometimes you got to make the donuts. Time to make the donuts. Time don- to make the donuts. Make the donuts. Exactly. I mean, you know, if you want to open the bakery, you got to make the donuts. That you do. But it's just like, you know, nobody wants to go to work, but they like that paycheck at the end of the exactly. week. You just oh, got to sit God. down. You got to do it. Um. Yeah, you know. Then, and I, I think that, like we said before, like the the worst part about it is the most intimidating part. If there was like you know a downside, it's generally um, the finality, mm-hmm. the feeling of mm-hmm. finality, especially when you're recording something. Yeah. Um. Like once you started, or the dread that you might have to start over at some point, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, But you know what? Sometimes that happens. Sometimes you, yeah. Sometimes you got to start over. I just wrote two songs the other day over the same track that I made uh, with the same title because I did the first one and it's not that I didn't like it. It just wasn't doing it for me. And I feel like it just didn't really land you know what I mean? Like mm. it just didn't lock in to where I listen to it and I'm like, it gives me the feeling that it is right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't bad. It could have been fine, I guess. It depends. I mean, I I don't know. And then I kind of like messed with it, switched it around, rearranged it, tried some different things. And then I was like, you know what? Let me just try it again. Let me just start over. And then I wrote another song, and I really liked it. So, you know, it just, sometimes you just got to give it another try. You got to do double the composition. <laughs> well, I think remaining not, also spreading it out, not putting so much pressure on that step makes mm-hmm. it easier to uh to keep it in perspective. If it's not what you wanted, then you can just go back another step. You're, you're just going back another step, you mm-hmm. know? You're not mm-hmm. having necessarily 
It doesn't you mean the whole project yeah. is, is, you can't, you shouldn't even do this song. You know, maybe you just approached it the wrong way. Maybe you need to go and investigate what you want this song to be a little bit more. Yeah. You know, and then go back to the composition step again. Yeah. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't like, you know, if you don't like, I was, I don't know if I communicated it effectively, but what I was trying to say was like, it takes the pressure off of this one step to spread it out so that you, maybe you can be able to release, uh, this step if need be. Yeah. Because you have a lot, because there's less invested because you've invested more time in other things. Right. Yeah. The more work you put in beforehand, the easier and probably the better the the composition is going to end up being because you're more prepared, you know, got to be prepared. Otherwise you're just like pulling shit out of your ass, you know, and sometimes it works, <laughs> but, you know, just like I've always found that it's a lot easier to write a song when you already know what the, what the title of the song is. Yeah, for sure. But I don't always do it that way. And, you, and again, I think it's about making space for the assemblage, like making space in your, uh, making space in your brain making space in your day making space in your life for to put things together for to put for to put things together mm-hmm. um having the yeah making the space for it yeah. in your life and in your day mm-hmm. to put all the things together but also to not put an undue amount of pressure on this one step because it is just one part of creating mm-hmm. if you fuck it up you don't necessarily, try, try yeah, try, try. You don't necessarily have to start it all over. You don't have to throw it away either. You don't, yeah, that's the thing. I think uh, in the past, I might have tried to write a song. It didn't come out right when I tried to write it. And then I just was like, well, I guess that's just a bad idea. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, it's not necessarily a bad idea. Maybe it just didn't come out the right way once. So try it again. I've done it with many songs in the past where I've written, you know, mm-hmm. like I have a song, uh, that I came out with this year called Daddy. That song was not, when the first time I wrote it, it was not the song that is out now. I Dude. changed, I changed, I went, I listened to it, I went back, I changed like uh, the hook, I changed mm-hmm. the pre chorus, I changed the melody and the verse. Like it was really a, almost a totally different song, you know, but it still had the, the, the elements that I really, really liked from the first version. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Sometimes it just, I mean, I guess we're getting into like clarification and correction on that stuff, which are the next few steps. Yeah. But then you have to go back to the composition. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like, I think it does make it, make it easier in, to see all these other steps around this one step that is the part that, since it's the physical part of actually creating something instead of the mental part of it, mm-hmm. that's what we always go to in the pr- in the process. Like, well, what do you do when you sit down to write a song? But it's like... There's a lot that I have to, right. you should be doing prior to right, doing that. Right. There's all kinds of stuff that needs to be happening before you s- actually sit down. That's not where you have to, you don't have to just start there. You have to just wait to be struck yeah. by something. Yeah. And I think that's probably the important but I think that the here. best part about this, you're, it's not. It, it cannot be fun, but it can also, it can also actually be really fun and exciting 
to like be in the in the moment of like thinking of lines for a song. Like mm-hmm. think about instead of, you know, making outfits, think about writing songs and being in the studio and finding like a sound that we really mm-hmm. love. And then like I, it just like all the changes in one moment, you know? That's yeah. that's really fun and exciting. As you're composing, you know, mm-hmm. it's like things like unveil themselves and reveal themselves and it's like, "Oh wow, it, they can be this," you know? I think I think uh part of the reason why I don't like doing it so much, like sewing or cr- constructing looks or sets or anything like that, is because it's solitary. I enjoy creating so much more when it's with other people. And the times that I have made, like if there's someone sitting down with me engaged in like the same activity as me, I really feed off of that. I'm just that type of person that I am. And it mm-hmm. makes it so much more enjoyable for me. I I don't... Yeah. And it doesn't feel as much like work. Mm-hmm. When I'm by myself and I'm like, gotta do it. Gotta do yeah, it. It's interesting because and I, then and then it just it it becomes heavier. Yeah. When I'm engaged in doing it with someone else, it takes the pressure off of mm-hmm. the situation more in my mind, so I can just enjoy it. And you can also um, have fun and you think of things that you might not. The, all the pressure isn't on you. You can kind of just uh, mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. I can just things ideas flow better when mm-hmm. I'm with. Some, when I'm working with other people, I enjoy creating much more with other people. I don't really enjoy it. I'll, I can do it and mm-hmm. I have to do it and I do it all the time. But I don't, I think that's a, probably one of the main reasons why that's so. It's because it's solitary and I don't enjoy mm. creating in solitude. I like doing it in tandem with other people. Yeah. I I mean I like to work on my own. I do I do a lot of stuff on my own. On um, my own. I work alone. On um, my own. <laughs> uh, but I do enjoy co-writing as well. I think that's it's like a different, you know, it's a different energy and a different different brain in the room to like take you to different places that you wouldn't normally go. But sometimes I'm like, but I want to go this way and I don't want to go that way. So um, I know what I want to do. Like, I know what I want to do, you know, and I want to do this the way I want to do it. So, um, I don't know. It, it, it just depends. Um, sometimes it can make it easier. Sometimes it can make it harder for me. Um, and, uh, I do, but I do like, you know, the whole thing of like doing this album and doing it all by myself Yeah, uh, was kind of a big decision for me because all the last, the last few singles that I've done um, were all produced by other people. So yeah. this is like kind of, kind of different uh, because I'm producing everything on my own and um yeah, I think that the probably you always thought that you had to do work with other people. Yeah, not necessarily that you wanted to. I think you. Yeah, it's you always thought that you had. Well, in to. my mind, yeah, in my mind, I was like, well, it's never going to sound good enough if I produce it. Yeah. So, so crazy. I've got to get somebody else to do it. Um, and fun, funny enough, I feel like I've created some of my best songs 
producing them on my own. I think this is like far and away, hands down, clearly the best work that you've ever done. Oh, thank you. Um, Not that any, I mean, you are an amazing artist. You've done, you've written fantastic songs. I don't think I said this earlier. I don't think you're capable of writing a bad song, but these songs are uh, specific, mm-hmm. personal, um, unique to you, um, and they ring true. Yeah, you can tell who you are. Yeah, and I think by listening yeah, to that's them, that's the most important. Thing. Just by just by you can tell you can have a clear picture of who you actually are, not who you're trying to be, yeah. to present. Mm-hmm. I feel like unlike maybe so much before, this is very much, you listen to these songs and you're like, as someone who knows you, I'm like, yes, that sounds like something that you would make. Mm-hmm. That sounds like you. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Totally. Totally, dude. It's weird to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Is it weird to talk about it? Yeah. That's, that's like what we're doing. I know, but it doesn't make it not weird. <sighs> it makes you uncomfortable. Uh, it's it's a very um. It is. It does make me uncomfortable because it's when I'm right when I write songs like that. It's just like fully exposed. You know what I mean? And there's just nothing to hide behind. And especially, it's not a big deal for me to show it to people that I don't know. But when I show it to people that know exactly what I'm talking about, it's uh-huh. much more like tell maybe telling you something about myself that I've never told you before. You know what I mean? And you can actually understand what all what is behind all of that instead of like somebody that's listening to it that doesn't know me is just going to take it for face value. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... It's much more personal when you're when showing you show it, it to, to me. Yeah, when you're showing it to somebody that knows you because they can read into it, huh? Because I, who, I don't care what other people think about it that I don't know, you know. Mm. And I don't think that they're going to get all the subtleties of what I'm saying anyway, you know. Yeah. So it's amazing work. <laughs> um, it's amazing work. Yeah, I mean, like. We've both been on creation get her done mode. Creation get her done mode. Big time. And like I I think the best part about this is uh how much I've grown like as a person to be able to like actually do this. And not just to like have the focus to be able to like continue to do it, but to have the resilience to continue to do it after it's gone completely differently than I had expected it to. Because mm-hmm. I think a, a lot of the reason why I haven't created as much in the past is because I wasn't able to do that. Yeah, Things needed to go how I wanted them to go. And if they didn't, then I got really frustrated and got a bad attitude and I just give the fuck up on it. Yeah, uh, But like you know, I think most of the things that I had set out to do have taken a, a very different turn. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, they're be- it's better even. Yeah, I mean, like I think it's better even thing. than I, that you don't I had thought. Don't always have it all figured out before. You know, 
you start actually doing it and making it and seeing how these things in your head come out because it's always going to there's always going to be things that change in translation from your ideas into reality mm. you know and that's where and that's what we're going to talk about next week clarification clarification misclarification cuz i have had some very a lot of clarifications going on these days <laughs> <laughs> she's been very clarified yeah, I'm not really sure what that means yet, but I'll have to figure that out. <laughs> I think I'm I'm very I I know I know what um, I can see it. But yeah, I, can I mean see I it just what we've been doing. I just like to focus on like getting stuff done and out there, you know, and not I've been hung up in the past of like, no, it's not right. This is not what I want to do. I can't use this, you know, I have to throw this idea away and blah 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 blah. Yeah. But now I'm just like, you know what? Like, let it, first of all, let it be what it is. And, you know, as long as you like it, it doesn't necessarily have to be exactly what you had in mind in the first place. Yeah. You know what I mean? So don't let the fact that it doesn't fit into the idea that you originally had stop you from like appreciating what it became. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Words to live by. <laughs> Where's the mother Where's he me, 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 me? Do you love, love, love turning purple? Do you love it so much? Can you not get enough of the dulcet tones of our sensuous voices? Well, I've got amazing news for you. Fantastic news, y'all. You can get even more on our after show. After Hours. After Hours. Now available at patreon.com slash turning purple. An extra hour every week. Every week of the Kiki and the carry of it all, darling. So subscribe to our Patreon and you get, not only do you get After Hours, but you also get access to our entire catalogs of Musica music that's right you can get all of our tracks and an hq darling hq and an extra hour an extra episode every single week for the low low price of ten dollars a month that's not a lot it's not that much it's really not that much so support us on patreon.com slash turning purple Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Bonsoir, Hello, hello, hello. That's racist. Um, <laughs> so, it's a French dude. How does she, how how does she do comment it? Comment elle faire? Is that how? You, I don't know. You speak French. I don't. I, I, I took French in high school. That was probably not correct, but... I don't know. I tried. How 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 does you do it? Je ne sais pas. He's a very famous French writer. Uh, we're t- like we said last week. We're trying to do like people that have quirks or like fun. Why you create so weird? Why you create so weird? Like weird. They do like weird things. And uh, this is a famous 
famous, a famous French writer. He's a famous French writer, famous French realist writer, critic, poet, uh, playwright, playwright, etc. Honoré de Balzac. Honoré de Balzac. Honoré de Balzac. Balzac. Uh, I'm sure you've heard the name thrown around. If you don't, if you aren't particularly familiar with his work, I mean, he influenced uh, all a lot of great writers. Um, It was back in the day. This was back in 1799. He was born. 1799. He influenced uh, like most of the great writers, uh, realist writers. Uh, But he had something that was very interesting. You found very interesting because yes. you do kind of the same thing, but this is was extreme. The man loved coffee. He thought that coffee unlocked uh, his creative, unlocked his creative genius mm-hmm. so much so that he drank he would upwards drink. of fifty cups of coffee per day. Yeah. Like 50. while he was writing, he would just be chugging that coffee. And, and this is French. Now he's French, so we're so in France. So this is not. Talking we're probably talking about espresso. Which and in France, the cups. When they say a cup of coffee, it's it's yeah, it's just a shot of espresso, dimitas. So it's you know it's not it's not a full cup, but a shot of espresso is. Maybe more caffeine. It's, yeah, it's got more caffeine than a cup of coffee. coffee. That's for sure. Uh, even when I drank coffee, mm-hmm. uh, which I cannot do anymore because it makes my eye twitch, uh, <laughs> which is so weird. But yeah, of all the things, all the things that I put in my body over the years, Girl, caffeine is the thing that oh, turned on me. Possibly have I a couldn't cup possibly coffee. have a cup of coffee. Get away! So can't. <laughs> so dumb. Oh, so strange. Um, but. I never had more than a few. I would like maybe an iced coffee in the morning, maybe an iced coffee during the day. Just one? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> that was as much as I ever did. What size? And maybe sometimes, <laughs> you know, a, a, a sugary like coffee drink in between. Oh my God. You know what really but, kills me is when, because, you know, I go to Europe for like months at a time. Mm-hmm. You can't get iced coffee. They Well, they started doing iced coffee in in Starbucks like just this just the last couple of years that I've been going there. They don't have cold brew, but they do they did start actually having iced coffee where it wasn't hot coffee. But before that, I was getting, you know, because I'm gay. I don't know if you knew that. No. And gay people love the hell you say iced coffee. I didn't know if you were aware of that either. I it's wasn't. A thing. I'm sorry. I wasn't aware. But so I was like, girl, I'm not trying to drink <laughs> no hot coffee. Okay. That is, I'm too gay to drink hot coffee, even <laughs> though it was like snowing outside. It's just not my thing. And um, I love hot drinks in the winter. I don't like hot drinks ever, really. Um, but maybe a cup of coffee, like with dessert, if you're like eating chocolate or like chocolate cake or something, I could do a hot, I could do an espresso. Okay. I can do an espresso, but I'm not, I don't want to drink a whole cup of hot coffee. Ew. So I would get the hot coffee. Mm. And, and, and in Europe, especially in Poland, I don't know, in other, in other countries that are a little bit more developed, but in Poland, you would try to order literally at Starbucks. Starbucks coffee. You try to order a cup of 
drip coffee and they don't even have it ready because no. nobody orders drip coffee. They only do like espresso, latte, Americano, whatever. Uh-huh. So I would be like, okay, I want drip coffee. And they'd be like, okay, well, we have to make it. So it takes like five minutes or whatever. Yeah. And then it's like just been made. So it's as hot as possible. So then I would be like, give me a large cup of ice. And then they look at me like I'm crazy. And because they they don't like to give people ice in Europe, I like they love to give you a cup. If you ask for a cup of ice, they'll give you a cup and then like put like two ice cubes in there. And you'll be like, bitch, I, I asked ask for, for a, a cup, cup of ice. ice. Like fill it up to the top. So I have to be very specific. Be like, give me a large cup full of ice, completely full of ice. And still, even sometimes they would try to give me half a cup of ice. But like, no, I'd be like, fill full. it up, give me all that ice, bitch. <laughs> um, and then I would, and then I would. So I started getting small coffees, and then just getting large cups of ice, and and it would equal a large ice coffee if you just get a small coffee. But then all the ice melts super fast. But you know, at least it was cold for a second. At least it was cold for a minute. The struggles that the I go struggles. through, Erica. I know it's you, very it's difficult really to difficult, be you. Hard life that I so lead. So difficult. But anyway. I do use coffee uh, as a way to exist, I guess. I don't know what I would do. I've tried not drinking coffee, and bitch, I can't wake up. Yeah. Like, no. I'll be tired all day. It's like you never got out of bed or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely went through that. It's it's just like a withdrawal period, that's all. Mm. I went through that when I stopped drink, having caffeine. It just takes time. You get used to it. I don't have any caffeine at all. Yeah. These days. I mean, I can't do it. But, yeah, I've never really felt like it made me particularly creative in any way. Uh, I mean, I think that at at that point, when you drink 30 cups of coffee, then you're like... 50. Or 50, you'd just be like... You're just high. Shaking and like, I don't know. I don't even know how that... How, how I, I would like to try it, honestly. <laughs> I'm up for that the t- much caffeine. I probably it had seems maximum. Like you would like to try 50 cups of 50 I've shots of espresso. I probably had, I would say, uh, two liters of cold brew in one day. At yeah, the for most. sure. I'm more than that. I, like back in the day, I mean, I've seen you go get the largest size coffee from Dunkin' Donuts well, like I always get five the times in a day. Right. Um, it's probably like two liters. Yeah. I mean, it's mostly ice. Let's be real. <laughs> but still. But, you know. Well, you go through how much cold brew is that? A liter? I would say you drink about a, a liter. liter. You drink a liter of cold brew every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of coffee. It's Especially just... on an empty stomach. Oh, my God. my I would have... I would have an ulcer in a week if I drank coffee the way that you do. I love it. It's the reason to wake up in the morning. That's why I woke up at three o'clock this morning. So just to have coffee. Get my coffee. <laughs> I don't know. It's just what I do, you know. Yeah. She better work, but it ain't for me. Any other stimulants help you be creative? No. No? It's always seems I can tell you this much. Or maybe I could. Maybe that's uh, after hours. I'll tell you about my experiences with drugs and creation. With drugs and creation, but it doesn't. It's always. It always seems like a good idea, but it never is. 
I've never been big into drugs and creation. A lot of people are um, into let's get stoned or whatever and like write a song. And I'm just like, I've talked mm. about this before. I like to be in a clear state of mind because I can't think on the, I can't think about shit like that when I'm stoned. I can't think about anything. I can hardly form sentences. So how am I going to write lyrics to a song? Truth. Drugs and creation. We'll talk about it more on our after show. I mean, we always talk about drugs, but specifically I've had many. It's weird that I'd never, like, it was was a lesson that I never learned. I tried it many times and it never worked out. But I'll tell you more about that. I can't wait to hear about that. Visit our Patreon if you're interested in subscribing and learning all about Erica's druggy past. Um, <laughs> at patreon.com slash turn I don't purple. care I don't care ain't no shame in my game we all got a past um, I do not have drug, druggy past druggy, druggy present it. there's no druggy present oh well yeah but, oh yeah whoops. Is, whoops there's that one um, uh, so yeah um, 50 cups of coffee I'm up to the challenge no not that would for be me. an expensive habit though cause coffee's not that cheap 50 no. cups a day that's like a that's like a regular weed habit. More than maybe. Depending. I mean in eighteen in early eighteen hundred, I don't even know. I feel like it was even harder to get because you had yeah, to get it by coffee ship. was like a precious commodity yeah. from Colombia or wherever. I don't know. I don't know. Girl. All I can say is she better work. Was there but any it, milk it, involved? But it's not gonna work for me. Girl. 50 cups of coffee, you be real clear. <laughs> real clear at the end of the day, girl. Clear? What do you mean? Like, oh, like flushed shitting. out. <laughs> oh, yeah. You'd be pooping a lot. Girl, that's too much. It's like an enema. Miss thing. Coffee enema. Nope. <laughs> She tell tell us who she is. She, You're this, one of your friends. This is. week, yeah, um, is a fellow recording artist oh, who yes. just released their first album. Uh, I think that was released last year. Um, and his name is Michael Kilgore. Um, she could sing. Oh, girl. Uh, she can she could, really she sing. Could, she could sing. Yeah. She's um, singing. She is singing. Boots down. Boots back down? Um, Helen Alert? Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's crazy because actually, you know, remember Neil Totten, my friend yes. Neil? Neil uh, worked at New World Stages in, in New York. Uh-huh. And he he organized kind of like a talent competition mm-hmm. uh, where I was actually a judge. And this was a few years back. I don't know. Years back. And Are you a judge? <laughs> Are you a judge? Are you a judge? Um, 
And <laughs> Michael was actually a contestant in this. And this was kind of before he had, he, I think he had just gotten to New York in the last you know, year or two before mm-hmm. that. And um, I remember when he sang, I was just like, girl, this competition is over. Um, <laughs> everybody else can go home. Um, and uh, he's done tons of stuff uh, since then. He had some viral stuff too. Right? Yeah, well... Well, he started performing with Postmodern Jukebox, and then he a a few of his songs kind of went majorly viral. He Mm. did a cover of "My Heart Will Go On," that went really viral, um, and he's toured around the world with them. And then he also um, did the "Reclaiming My Time." He wrote a little song. about the reclaiming my time thing when that Maxine Waters thing was happening oh, at the yeah. same time that I released that remix of oh, her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember and, that. Um, yeah, that that video for him went super viral. He like made up his own little song. It was like a little gospel song. It was really cute. And he ended up going on the View and like singing it for Maxine Waters. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why they didn't have That's me cute. go on the View oh, and. I don't know. DJ my song for Maxine Waters, but that's, I don't know, it's a different story. It's neither um, here nor there, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, no, that went super viral. That's when we, we we were both on this, they did a story on CNN about it and they played my song and then played oh, his yeah, video. Oh yeah, that's when your brother was like, oh, you're, you're yeah. like an actual thing. Um, and uh, now he's released his own album and he's been on Broadway. He was on the Wiz, he was in the Wiz Live when they did that on TV a couple years oh, ago. yeah. Yeah. Who'd he play? He was like chorus, you know, but... Um, Still, she's that's cute. Yeah, he had some solos, though. They definitely were like, you're getting some solos <laughs> because this boy can sing. Um, and, she could sing. Uh, so, yeah, he just released a new music video for the song... Pass me that vaporizer. Pass me that vaporizer. Um, and we just, uh, I was just, we were just listening to his first single, Let Me Go. Just really beautiful music. It's a gorgeous song. Um, and, and he's got a gorgeous voice. Yeah, I'm just like really proud of him seeing that, you know, seeing him come from like being in this talent show that I was judging and now he's like turning it. He, he just uh, completed a season. He was doing a show on Instagram live. Um, where he would talk to other singers, and um, so yeah, you can go check out his Instagram uh, oh, at Michael Kilgore M Y K A L Kilgore K I L G O R E. Go check him out on Instagram. Uh, go check out his music. Go check yeah, out girl. his music videos. Check her out. Should the bitch can sing? Yeah, um, his album is called A Man Born Black. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Um, but yeah, we just want to, I just want to give a little shout out. Hey girl. Um, keep on singing, Michael. We love you. Ah, 
Um, what have you done for you lately? I've been doing stuff. Oh, we've both been doing lots of stuff for us. Yeah, we've been I've, we've been doing it up. You better, you do better. it. Yeah, I've um, been doing. We've been doing all kinds of shit. Yeah, we've really been doing it. And still been working out twice a week. I'm mm-hmm. so proud of myself. I even started doing more push-ups than normal. Really? Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm feeling good. Congratulations. I'm feeling fit, ready to go. Ready to go. Finally got the summer body together in October. Um at least you did it. Uh yeah, and um been putting a lot of time in on finishing those songs. And guess what, Erica? What? I think I finished I wrote all the songs for my album. Yay! I got 12 songs. I thought I was only going to do 10. I think that is fantastic. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm excited. I've been listening to the demos, thinking about order, you know, Mm -hmm. thinking about what order to put them in. So, yeah, it's really exciting. It's very exciting. Congratulations. Um, And I I found a name for the album with the last song that I wrote. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Last one. Isn't that nuts? Like I was like I, I we were talking about it the other day, and I was like, yeah, I have, you know, I have all these songs, and they're all cool, but like I just don't have like a I don't know what to call the album, uh-huh. and I don't know I don't think any of the song titles that I have so far really oh, yeah, for are like things that I want to call the album, you know. Yeah. But then I thought of the perfect album title. And then I wrote a song for the for that title. Yes. So. And what is it? Are we gonna spill it so soon? Uh, whatever you can do, whatever you want. We don't have keep to keep them in anticipation. Anticip. I haven't done an, an official announcement. Patient. Yeah, but I did talk to my friend today, uh, my first boyfriend ever, oh. and who's an artist, um, Aaron, Mikey, Mikey. Okay. And he's an artist. He's a makeup artist. <laughs> does he does makeup on for Broadway, like when Broadway's happening? But I I asked him if he would do a drawing for the cover art. So I think we might have like a custom drawing for the cover art. Oh, I love. So a I don't good have drawing. to do a photo shoot. I love a good drawing. Right? He's yeah. a really cool artist. He's the one that did that jazz scene that I have in my bedroom. Yeah. Yeah, so he's got a really cool style. I'm excited. I'm getting really excited. I'm glad you should be because, girl, it's amazing work. Well, thank you. You are very welcome. So, yeah, I mean, I told myself I was going to do that. Just on this, I mean, like, the la- you know what it was? The last episode of the second season, right? That we started talking about that. Yeah, I think it was. And it's already, you already done did it. Yeah. Or maybe it was a couple before. Maybe it was a couple before. But I didn't start it until after we, until after we finished the second season. And now it's the third season. Yep. And it's only the fifth episode. And I already wrote all the songs. Now I just have to record them, send them off to my mixing guy, let him worry about all that. And, uh, and then it'll be done. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. I've been 
plugging away at the stuff that I had set out to do. Recorded some more songs. Did some a really made a really cute another really cute cover. I really love the way the covers are coming out. They're so weird and yeah, they're so strange. I think it's I think it's going to be really good because they're so weird and different. And that like I haven't heard anybody do anything like this. So I think that that's the right direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's very me. Yeah. Which I love totally. And we made a really cool video. Well, well, yeah, we have to edit it, but like the stuff, the footage that we got is gorge. I'm very. I mean, and I wasn't expecting that to be that cool to have anything that cool come out of this particular. Who knew? You can get that gorge, those gorgeous shots in your living room. I know they're really quite gorge. Yeah, the filming app that we got definitely helps. That soft focus, honey. That soft focus is cute. It's all about that soft Something focus. Something about like out, of, like the focus really fucking with the focus really makes it look. Oh my god, fash! It makes all the difference. Yeah, and especially for what we're doing with like extreme close-ups, like we were doing. Nobody, you don't want hard no focus. Uh-uh, nobody want to see that. Don't nobody want to see that. Nobody want to see that. Back I am a lady. I'm gonna back the fuck back up. up. I'm gonna back up. I'm a lady of a certain age. Yeah. Uh, no, but like in and any, skin texture. In, it's not even about like you know you have bad skin or something. Like you you look fine, but it's just it, I tried <laughs> the minute that I put it to regular focus. I'm like it just looks cheap and weird. Like, yeah, it's like we needed that soft focus. It's like it takes you to it gives it gives that vibe that we mm. needed. Anyway, it's fucking great. Yeah, I'm super proud. I mean, I just love all the stuff that we're doing. The little dance videos that we're making. I don't know what I'm going to call it. I think I was going to call it Drag Al Fresco. Yeah. Eric Couture Al Fresco, maybe. Drag Al Fresco, something like that. But those are super cute. We're making all those little songs. Uh, we've got three tracks recorded for my, the album I did with Clifton. Mm-hmm. Um, like, things are just moving right along. And it's so gratifying and exciting and i feel really optimistic about the whole thing i feel really positive and i think it's just like fucking great Mm -hmm. and i remember to take pictures you have been taking a lot of pictures and that's enabled you to post on instagram yeah it's so it's so much easier to do when you have something to to post (laughs) so yeah that's, she's been doing that for herself. You've been doing it for yourself. We've been doing it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's been... The vibe has just been tremendously, like, I don't know, I'm just, like, really jazzed every day. Every yeah. day I wake up and I'm like, woohoo. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're... Now... Now we have a... We have to prepare... Uh, shift in location, shift in location, and, and schedule. A total, a kind of a screech. So, shift gears. I didn't even think about it. We might have to record the podcast early or something because we're gonna be working. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how filming I don't know what it. We're like, do. I don't know. We might not be able to film it. Yeah, but if not, that's okay. I mean, what are you gonna do? We might be able to film something You'll be else in drag. More than enough. Yeah, <laughs> that's the last thing you're going to want to do. Probably, I'll be in drag quite a bit. Or maybe you could stay in. Dra- I don't know. Depends. It if depends. You stay in drag, and we do it at night or but something. But I think 
the goal for I have goals for this week. I'm not going to stress myself out because I have enough looks. Mm-hmm. Um, I have enough looks, and I don't really need to make. There's one look that I want to that I would like to finish, just so I have a, a variety of silhouettes. Um, because I only have a few silhouettes, but uh, I have enough looks, so I don't have to stress about that. I would like to make some more undergarments because I only have a few different colors right now. Pussy ruffle? I would like to make a few different more pussy ruffles. <laughs> um, I think I would like the goal is to make four more pussy ruffles mm. and some uh, some universal garter belts because I've been making garter belts that match the stockings that I make and I feel mm. like I need to make some univ- some just like solid color ones so that I can interchange them mm-hmm. a little easier and it doesn't look anyway I like the goal is to make uh, four new pussy panties and uh, four new garter belts mm-hmm. It's a, uh, the pussy panties are pretty labor intensive the pussy ruffle panties are pretty mm-hmm. labor intensive so I don't know if it's going to happen but that's the goal and I also need to make sure that all the outfits that I have are clean and uh, ready to wear, like. But do you think it's clean? So I got I got quite a bit to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm even going to be able to make. I'll, I'll be happy if I make get one at least the purple pussy ruffle done. And because I do, because I feel like there's a lot of little things that might need to be done to outfits so that they're comfortable and easy to get on and off. Mm. So I need to make sure that that's that yeah. that happens. So the the goal is just to prepare for the for LA. Yeah, we're going to LA. Yeah, we didn't say that. We're going to LA to shoot um, on the new season of Hey Queen. Yeah, to uh, be there for our sister Johnny, and because. Lady Red passed away and she needs support. She needs support. And And we are more than happy um, to support her. Yeah. And I'm really glad that we can be there for her and, you know, help through this transition. Because Um, it's very sad. Yeah. And and, not uh, easy. And a heavy time. But, um, but I think he needs support. And the world. Keep spinning, and there are obligations yeah, gotta, that need to get there this are obli- There are obligations that need to be fulfilled, right? and uh, we are more than happy to support our yeah. sister. So we're going to be in LA. For we're going to be in LA month. for about a month, and uh, we're going to try to keep the podcast going. Might be a might be a day or day later, so at some point because our schedule is changing, and we're working some long days. Uh, we'll have to figure out. We'll just have to figure out. We're not working every day, so we'll have no. to figure out which days that we can record. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll still be doing the podcast. Don't worry. You, well, don't We're not going to leave you in the middle of the process. Of course just, not. Um, we'll still be here. You might not be able to watch with your... You might not be able to listen, listen with your, your eyes. eyes. But then, then again, who knows? Maybe you will. Maybe you will. We'll have to figure it out. We'll bring the lights. <laughs> and the cameras. We'll bring everything that we have. We'll see. But we'll see. Um, so that's what we've... But yeah. So yeah, I got to prepare some a you bunch of prepare. stuff for that too. We, we got, got some new music got, for that's the what show. We, that's, that, those are our goals. Yeah. It's just to prepare for Plenty the trip. Plenty to do. Plenty to do. Plenty. So um, 
do you have any any questions you want to ask? Oh, I did have one question. Uh, what could it possibly be? How's your head? Oh my gosh, Elvira, I'm sorry. Are you all right? Yeah, I think so. How's your head? I haven't had any complaints yet. Excuse me? How did it come place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where that came from at this point. Where the, I mean. How did it come place? Yeah. It's just like a drunk lounge singer. Yeah. It's Candace, K- a drunk lounge singer as popularized by Candace Kane. Uh-huh. Um, so how is your head, Erica? Still feeling? I feel great. Sunshine and rainbows? Yeah. Just like that outfit you made the other day? Sunshine and rainbows. Um, yeah, it's good. I feel great. It's strange. I said, said this before. I'm very sensitive. I'm like more sensitive, but. (laughs) I just have a lot lot of of feelings. But I don't, but my ego surrounding my feelings is way less. You got a big ego. Way less than it used to be. I'm very, it's much easier for me to let go of, just let things wash over me. Let and go release. and let God. Just to release, to like, you know, let it all just run over me and, Oop. you know, just kind of drip down. Drip down, drizzle. Drizzle. A light drizzle. Just my bodice. <laughs> down. Trickle down. Oh my God, Erica. Betwixt my... Compose yourself. <laughs> Erica. <laughs> Ooh. We're going to have to take you to the... <laughs> Get thee to a nunnery. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just like... Yeah, I've been feeling pretty sassy. good. Feeling sassy. I've been feeling good. I'm like, I've got like some... I don't know. I'm feeling, feeling the... Good? The energy. The new album. It got me excited. Mm. Finishing this stuff up. Going to LA. Get to not be here all the time every day. So that's exciting. Cause you know how I hate being in the same place. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, after this, I'm like not even gonna be here for the rest of the year. Cause I'm going out of town Pretty for Thanksgiving and I'm gonna yeah. stay I'm gonna stay with my family for that month just to hang out with them since I have hardly got to see them all year. Yeah. Um and uh so yeah, I'm out for the rest of the year. Peace. She's gone. And you can get some alone time. You don't have to deal with me every day. Ah, thank God for that. Right? Thank Christ Can't for that. Be easy. Ugh, thank goodness. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I've been feeling pretty good. The, 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 um, haven't been, you know, wanting to kill myself, so that's good. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> it's a good feeling. Gosh, yeah, I think that's it's it's important that you don't want to kill yourself. Hey, you know, sometimes it happens. Sometimes it does happen. <laughs> but I think it's good to not. It, it is. You're not. right about that. It is good. It's great. Um, what do you do? You think so? Things are pretty even keeled for you because. 
you have been working very long hours mm-hmm. and skipping a lot of meals. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm on the up. Maybe I'm going manic. Mm. Maybe you should try and maintain <laughs> some of your habits so that you don't push into it. So you don't lean into it. Yeah. I get worried when you don't eat anything all day and I don't see you for 10 hours. It's called Grimes in it out. Yeah, I don't it's think it's part of the creative it's, process. It's not, I don't know that it's necessarily super healthy, especially for someone who has is prone to manic episodes because that sounds yeah. like a really good recipe for a manic episode. Depletion of, you know, know, dehydration, uh, depletion of, you know, calories. Um, and extended periods of being awake and less sleep seem like a really good recipe for just. I don't know. For if a lovely manic episodes. Manic episodes are they not. They do. Um, I can tell you that but, they do, Adam Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I get a little worried. So uh, like, you know, I don't know. Just make sure you're um, eating and drinking water. Yeah. Well, I just I didn't eat last night because I didn't feel very good. You didn't and I was eat really the tired. day before, and and um, so and I, I get ate, concerned. I did eat lunch yesterday, and then I ate like a snack while while we were doing our session. Mm-hmm. Then I just wasn't hungry because I had just eaten that snack. Yeah, the day and before. The day that, before, though, uh, I didn't eat until dinner because I was working on that song all day, mm-hmm. and that's what happens. Okay. Um, just watch out, girl. I'm just, try- <laughs> just trying to look out for you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I. I guess I've. I mean, we talked about this before, but you know, like when we say Grimes in and out, I know I don't do it for nine days or like whatever she did, where she didn't eat or Mm-mm. or sleep for nine days. But I'll definitely, if I'm in the groove and like making shit and like want to get it done, I'll do 12 hours on the computer and not have, you know, not eat lunch, you know? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't really bother me But at you all. haven't done it until, you haven't done it at all in this entire process until a few days ago. So that's why it's concerning. Yeah. Because you haven't done it. And you just, so it's not like something, it's not like it's part of your process because you haven't done it at all. So this is a change. I'm just want to, you know, I'm, I'm aware. Just kind of happened. And maybe you should try. Yeah. But maybe you should try and just be aware of it. That's all I'm saying. I mean, but that's the thing. I want you to really, I'm not really against going manic. I'm against going depressed. Well, I I would I, I think as the person that lives with you, but I've I never either one. But is I've never not great. um I've never <laughs> really thought that a manic I, Adam is I could mean in, induce <laughs> a manic episode. You know what I mean? There are there are definite triggers that that cuz it usually happens always happen. happens at the same time of the year. Uh with, you know, no contributing factors that I've ever really seen. It just kind of happens. There definitely are. There usually there are for everyone. No, but what, then why does it always happen the at the same time of the year? Cycles can change. 
Cycles, rapid, rapid cycle. Not everybody rapid cycles, but cycles can change. Some people have longer cycles than others, but cycles are not necessarily constant. No, I'm not saying that it can't life. happen. I'm just saying that it usually happens at the same time of year. Mm-hmm. And it's not because like, you know, I'm doing this or I'm doing that. It just happens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like it's been yeah. consistently I'm doing just saying that, that if it does just happen, years. then it can just happen at any time. Well, I know, I know. <laughs> and so, you know, and a change, an abrupt change in routine. But I mean, I do. I think I do that all the time. Sometimes I just work all day and don't eat, especially on the weekends. Mm. Not so much during the week. But sometimes I just do that. Mm-hmm. Especially this when past, I'm like working these on past a song. couple of days have seemed a little different. That's all. So oh, you weren't even here the last few days. Yes, I was. Oh, some, <laughs> Saturday, what did I do? Yesterday I wrote that song. And the day before. And then the day before I did another song? Or mm-hmm. what? I don't really remember. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just something to be aware of. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just something to be aware of. All right. That's just, I don't know. To me, it's just getting it done. Okay. Sometimes it's just necessary. And sometimes I just don't like to eat until I'm ready. Good and hungry. Okay. <laughs> Oh, it's fine. Um, so she says. Uh, are you ready for? I'm ready. A little pat on the back. I like. You know, I love a good pat on the back. Let's do it. Here we go. Okay, you go first. Now we have to introduce the segment first, Erica. At it, girl. At it. Girl, a girl. That's my favorite part. We don't want to miss that. Atta girl. You gotta say it. Atta girl. Um. Okay, so this is the part of the show. I always have to remind Atta people girl. so they don't think we're nutso. Um, oh, we are. Though. This is the part of the show where we are doing a little self congratulation because it's very necessary, to, extremely therapeutic it's, and cathartic. It's therapeutic. I don't know if it's therapeutic or cathartic, but it sure do feel good. It's both of those um, things uh, for me. And um, we're just, you know, taking a step back to realize and and give ourselves congratulations. For the things that we've accomplished. Yeah. So yeah. If you've Say never yeah. tried it, you should do it sometime. If you've never tried it, you really should. It's very... Oh, God, it's just the best. Yeah. You should go first. I should go first. Okay. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> this week, <clears throat> you uh, finished writing the album that you set out to do and you've created more songs with Erica. We shot a great video. Um, You've been doing your 
weekly goals of working out and um, what else? God, it's hard to remember. And uh, I think you need to try it again. You're losing. <laughs> you lost the rhythm. Now that you know what you're going to say, try. You got to keep the rhythm, or else it doesn't work. Okay. Try it again. Start over. Yeah, start over. Just to, like start it over. Oh well, you want me to stop and start? No. Oh, okay. No, just try it again. Okay. Because you got to feel it. Right. Right. Got to feel it. Got to feel it. Adam, mm-hmm. this week you finished writing the songs for your album. You've created great new music with Erica. You've made a new music video and you've stayed accomplishing your goals for your fitness for all those things I'm proud of you (laughs) kiss me every time (laughs) see you gotta get the you gotta keep the flow oh my god it's tingle it's very tingly Girl. Oh, God, I don't want to mess up my mascara. I didn't wear waterproof mascara. See, I do have emotions, Erica. They're just very well hidden. Um, (laughs) Erica, this week, you stayed on track with accomplishing your goals that you've had to record new music and to record new videos and to take pictures every time that you're in drag. And above all, you've maintained a positive attitude and a pleasant demeanor. And for all of these things, I'm proud of you. Congratulations. (laughs) Oh, might have needed the Kleenex. (laughs) Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. Uh, yeah, Griffo, slowly oh. we turned. Oh, God, it's just so good. It's so good. Yeah. And it's so funny that, like, when other people are like, you're amazing, you did such a great job, it, like, literally is, like, nothing, you know? It's it compared <sighs> to this, you know yeah. what I mean? It doesn't even, Can doesn't, you imagine it doesn't if even it hit compare. you that hard when other people said it to you? No. I think that's, well, I think we're conditioned. I don't know. It's part of, that, that's, a, that's a longer conversation. I yeah. got a lot of, thoughts on that but but add a um <clears throat> let me get out my sunday bulletin okay <laughs> do you got some you got, um, you got some minutes to read <laughs> <laughs> um i just want to remind everyone to uh Follow us on Twitter, first of mm-hmm. all. Follow us on Twitter. At Turning Purple underscore. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Joseph Music. And me at Erica Tor. E-R-I-C-K-A-T-O-U-R-E. You can also email us if you have any questions, concerns, comments, queries, um, any type of thing, you like just want to say literally hey. anything, because um, we and you and you you could do it on Twitter, mm-hmm. you could DM us, or you could email us at turningpurplepod at gmail dot com. Um, and please, please do because we love yeah, to hear. We from love you. to hear from you guys, and also if you yes. want to hear more of us guys, 
yes. you can Us subscribe <laughs> to our Patreon at patreon.com slash turning purple. We do an after hour show every week for it's a whole extra hour that you're going to get for the low, low price of $10 a month. We do it after every episode of Turning Purple and get into all the tea that we were not going to spill. Mm-hmm. In public, darling. And we're putting, we're throwing up music there. I don't think we've thrown any up in a while, but we are both working on a bunch of new music. Mm-hmm. And as soon as any of that is ready, we're going to put it up on the Patreon first. Yeah, so. for sure. I, I probably still have some more music that I could put up there. So yeah, I'll try I to think you do. throw some more stuff up there. Um, and yeah, um, yeah. watch us, us on, watch watch us us on, on YouTube uh, and watch our live stream. Well, I don't know if we'll still be doing it. We're going to have to take a pause from the live stream since I we're going we to LA. I think we are, yeah, unless we, I don't really see it. Unless you hear this tomorrow, Wednesday. No, it'll be too late. It'll be too late. <laughs> we're doing it tonight. <laughs> anyway, live stream, whatever. Um, <laughs> there'll be, I mean, there, well, there will be, we do live stream. Just go to my YouTube channel and watch go to the, the videos. Yeah. Go to um, the YouTube <laughs> channel, watch the videos. Um, They're good. And also, just want to put it out there. The election's coming up. If you're not registered to vote, I'm just one more voice to remind you. Get registered and please vote. Vote. And get Trump out of office. Don't vote for Trump. Goddamn nerves. And it's like a fucking horror movie at this point. Insanity. It's such a farce. I can't even. I don't even know what to say anymore. Um, the dude's got to fucking go. She got to go. Man, I really hope he dies. But if he doesn't. Vote um, out. Vote yeah. out. I think that's it. Uh, anything to add, Erica? No. Hey, wait a minute. Aren't you forgetting something? Well, it's only Thursday. Tell me Never mind. Say. I think I need you to say it every morning. Yes, of course. We've always got one more thing to say, and that is our mantra. Our mantra? Um, we're going to do this mantra at the end of every episode in this season, just to remind ourselves because we forget things easily. Yeah. Um, got to do it over and over again. Yep. I mean, that's what a mantra is for. Like to be repeated. I think I need to hear it every day. I think I'm going to need you to say it every, every morning. morning. <laughs> ready? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Here we go. All right. I am am an an artist. artist. I I am am creative. creative. I I am talented. I am productive. I am capable of using the full force of my talents to bring it to the floor, turn it out, and gag the children. Got a weak tongue pop. One of my downfalls as a gay. Oh, it's okay. It's too bad. You have other attributes. <laughs> Something to work towards. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. Drop us a line. Give us good reviews, too. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about you the reviews. You forgot about the reviews. Give review us a good us, review. Go to uh, iTunes. Give us five stars. Give us five and stars. Write us a little review. Say how much you love to really purple. warmed all the cuckles of my heart. Oh, yeah. And share it. Share it everywhere. 
share, tell a friend, let the people know, share, share our podcast. Have a great week and we'll see you next time on Turning Turning Purple. Purple.